Oh, you already recorded? Yeah. Okay, so this is a cool part opening. So, you know, normally we just talk foolishness until I feel like starting a show. Because yeah. then, you know, well, we want people to sucker them in. The first two minutes to be like, bro, what they talking about today? Instead mm. of seeing the intro and all them graphics going up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know how the YouTube algorithm actually happens. So um, we technically have a celebrity, young Bayman celebrity in the building today. He like, this your, this your first part, yeah? Yeah. He's sort of nervous right now. But bro, <laughs> you in good hands, bro. I ain't you you dealing man. with what I say I'm a veteran? I guess. It's going on my yeah actually every everything cool turns three soon so I'm a very seasoned at this season mama's cooking all over this <laughs> see they saying but welcome to everything cool yeah we don't want to do anything to scare your children that's the last thing we want to do we don't want to scare anybody the tourists come over to chill on the beach but they don't come over the hill where we sleep. We got nightmares and they got fantasies. No sanity, it's just insanity. My mommy hoping nothing happens to me. Blase, blase. You see how natural this is. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. This is another episode of Everything Cool here with Dad. You know, <laughs> the niggas and asshole, Lord Jalen Willis, St. Anton Alexander. I think I'm forgetting something. But, you know, we have, before we get to our, our illustrious guest, y'all might recognize him. Maybe from him chopping out pizzas and making a little sizzle or. <laughs> He telling some jokes in his favorite wig. Mm. One of the two. But before that, we got the party in the backyard. Introduce With an him. additional guest this time. With the so, additional guest, yeah, yeah, yeah. a legendary guest. A guest who I've been trying to get on the show. Hi, hi. Okay. <laughs> we can keep up mysterious. Yeah, we keep it mysterious. But <laughs> otherwise, it's P. Giovanni, a.k.a. PG, a.k.a. PG13, a.k.a. PG13, a.k.a. your favorite non-bay, a.k.a. hidden in plain sight, a.k.a. too many AKAs. AKA, AKA you wasn't ready for that. Hey, I see him over there like, bro. AKAs. <laughs> you got to confuse the enemy, bro. Really? <laughs> Never let them know who you is and let them, don't let them know your moves. Actually, I got a new AKA, but this ain't really the part AKA, AKA Jesse Sama. Hey. Follow Jesse Sama. See what that about. On Insta. Follow. On Insta. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, please introduce yourself. All right. My name is Funny Reno. Well, people is calling me Funny Reno now. Funny uh, Reno. Yeah, that's <laughs> Funny Reno. Funny, Funny Reno, the pizza maker. At first, they called me Reno from Pizza. Mm. <laughs> then they go on to Funny Reno. Mm. So now, Moving on up. Bro, you should just call yourself Reno Pepperoni, bro, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Reno Pepperoni. I don't, I don't know why people think pepperoni is like off. Like, no, but it's just, it's just. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, why would people just assume? Like, I think it's like a. It's, a, it's, it's always a safety. It's a pe- safety. Yeah, pepperoni topic. is always a top choice. Like, if it ain't just cheese, it's pepperoni. Because someone, someone asked me the other day. I do a video, but someone say, "Why you think pepperoni is the, the like most the go-to choice?" Like, yeah. bro, I know. <laughs> oh man! I feel like that's the safest option. Is it? If you really think about but why pepperoni, <laughs> bro? Why like you can't even eat? People don't even eat pepperoni sandwiches, right? So like, why would you go like with ham or turkey? How, how it came about it? I well, know pe- pepperoni sandwiches. The thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, that, yeah. That's I mean, if you go to Subway, you get the um. I feel with them different, but you get salami, but you don't ever necessarily think. I gonna make me a pepperoni sandwich. Mm-hmm. You probably may get the salami or something. I didn't even that... know Subway is a pepperoni. Bro. Yeah, but yeah, but but you know what we always like to do on this show? We have a special segment called the Bohemian Word Phrase and Saying of the Day, hmm. and we always give that to our guests. Bless us today with something. All right. So uh-huh. I feel like someone that knew this, but wait, did we? Definitely sure we didn't use yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we had to, but if we didn't use that. Because I, I, I think I went on a rant about that one time ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
If we if I ever find it, we can insert it right there. But okay, um no, actually I remember Travolta actually brought that up and then we went on the Bay Highest Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um is there any other word that you could think think of? That's the only thing you think of right now. Oh, I actually just came up with one. I know if we ever had this before. But the phrase, yeah, yeah, see. No, I think we have Yeah, we, we right. never do that. Right. So, yeah, yeah, see, for our international audience, what does that mean? I don't know. We just be like, yeah, yeah, see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Confirmation, like, I guess. What, 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 like, because yeah, yeah, see has been a prevalent phrase. I wouldn't say Daddy White sort of coined it, but he made it popular. Yeah. yeah. Like, he put his, his sauce on it, and it's like, because that's what, who really got me to start, like, really saying it in 2015 was I just like how he was saying it. And that's like, he I like ju- He just is using it. Yeah, 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 see? So, like, like as a sentence filler. <laughs> like, what you know, yeah, see? What you said. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, yeah, see, is probably one of my favorite words to use. That's why I end every podcast with that. But, you know, anyway, let's get into it. So, Reno, before we really get into how you're budding as a TikTok star on two plot like he's a legend in two games. Almost like Pee Wee Kirkland. Now, I know if you know who that is, but but tell us like some how you even like how you became got to the point to where you started wanting to be somewhat of a social influencer. Like tell us a little bit about your origins and background. All right, so at first, um a lot of people don't notice, but I wanted to be a pastor. You look like a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say that. You look like a pastor. Right. I wanted to be a pastor. Then uh, things went south in the church. I made like one mistake. Wow. That was it. Oh, no, 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 no. So, 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 one mistake. They tell you you couldn't be a pastor or after you made this mistake, <laughs> you didn't want to be a pastor no more? Like, I didn't want to be because I was laughing. Mm. Like, every time I walk in the church, mm. You could hear them talking for me, bro. Man. Okay, so this is a mistake to where it went on digital platform? No, or? no. It was a mistake in between the church. It wasn't nothing big. Oh. But it was like, I got invited to speak someplace, like at one of my friends' youth conference in the States. Okay. And I didn't tell the pastor about it. What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so they were saying, like, I needed this blessing in order to do something. Okay, yeah, I had to walk away from that situation. Yeah, that day, yeah. I mean, yeah, you had God's blessing. That's why you was called to go and speak. <laughs> to him, yeah. That's who blessing you needed. Yeah, that but, was like, yeah, that's weird. I oh, but that made that this made sense to the story you was telling us before we started recording. Yeah. yeah. So but we can get into that. So okay, so you wanted to be a pastor. You had that situation that sort of turned you off from that. So then, what what was your next choice? I mean, the church was still a choice because even though I made a mistake, they judged me and do all of that. I go on someplace else. Mm. And then they offered me to be um an assistant new director. So okay. I was dealing with young kids. Okay. And then I got a call to go be a youth pastor at another church. Oh, wow. And then that church was hell. So you was a youth pastor before? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> This story getting good. Okay. okay, so you was a youth pastor at this church. Mm. And then basically, because I worked at the church before, so I know all. They, they they try to make it seem like this ain't like the regular yeah. world, but it yeah. really is. And when you get behind the scenes and see how, you know, how front-facing it could be, but behind the scenes is just run just like any other business. Mm. But, um, okay, so you was a youth pastor. How long you was a youth pastor at that church for? Yeah, here it comes. Wow. Well, you see me for a month. I thought you like a week. Yeah. (laughs) One Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So, after you was a U pastor there, then what happened? Started working. Okay. So, that's when you start working at as a pizza man. Yeah. All right. We didn't want to put the name of the place because they ain't give us no advertisement and there ain't no pizza here. Feel like you done say it on the show. No, Uh, we ain't said that. Oh, okay. Before we started. I want to say this, but they cheap. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because we were sponsored by marcos when it was that was last year right yeah that was last year no no no, no that wasn't last year I that was like that 2020 was yeah that was late last oh, yeah, year we, yeah that was yeah. late 2020 that was late because i feel like that was in the christmas time for real yeah no it was coming to the end of 2020 yeah. so like yeah but yeah if you want if you uh, like 
<laughs> Reno from Pizza Place. Like, and you want to even come back, you know, send us a pizza like I'm vegetarian. And I saw your video, which you was talking about with the vegans and things like that. But we can get into that later. <laughs> so, OK, so you was a youth pastor. So how did you being a youth pastor help you transition into your job now? And do you ever want to go back to being in ministry or? I mean, like uh-huh. that. I mean, like being a youth pastor like that, it it helped me a lot to like to really understand the world, because you know, in this generation, everybody killing one another, and I was like, mm-hmm. me because I had a lot of friends and stuff, and it was like helping me to like really understand everything about the church and stuff. Like I wanted to get out there, and I wanted to like help stop prevent the crime and stuff. Okay, but at the same time. Me doing what I do now at Pizza Hut, it's like I'm, there a, it is. I'm a motivation to other people. I, I believe in that, by the way. <laughs> no, we'll go ahead. Don't worry about that. Ain't, 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 ain't care. Yeah. Yeah, me and the motivation, like me doing what I do out there. Uh-huh. It's like a lot of people, like, like they want to like actually work at Pizza Hut. I say it again. It don't matter. <laughs> but. Yeah, you said that. But yes, I, I, I still want to be because I ain't gonna lie. Well, since we out here right now, and then we're gonna just sidetrack right here, I just come to y'all at least once a week. And I then call when y'all call me before and I say, bro, I ain't like how y'all made that Alfredo Fettuccini pasta. <laughs> and ironically, when I went there this week, the man was working there. So you get yeah. me straight because I order that I was the one who had the jalapeno and olives. Oh, when I signed the tweet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, <laughs> Daman and me I straight. Trying, I was trying to figure out what them type stuff. No, no that's what well, you guys how you have to sauce it up, bro. So, <laughs> y'all sponsor the YB. Anyway. Real. Go ahead. That ain't going to happen, but yeah. Bro, so, okay, so, so pizza, okay, so. Look, look at me in the comments. So, Pizza Place help you to really, okay, my, get out to, okay, so i trying to, you pasta, was this, this you pasta thing have me like, so how do you use those? So, basically, connecting the youth pasta thing to Dom, not Domino's, to the Pizza <laughs> Place. So how people actually, you make it look good to actually be like making pizzas and things like that because he has a whole account on TikTok that he actually showing you taking a pizza, making it, putting on a different toppings and things like that. And that's what caught my eye. I was like, oh, that's interesting. People need to know about this man right there. Mm. But then, you know, that's where I also, because he was on there, he was talking about he actually made comedic videos. And I actually saw one of your videos on someone's story, What's Up Status this week. And then when I saw him at Silence Beach, I was like, I got my finger on the pulse. Hold on, so, hold on. You saw me at Silence Beach? Yeah, bro. I saw you. I Listen, I know things, bro. I see. That's why I text us. Like, I see you up on this side. This thing. I thought you mean you watch the video. What I do when I saw you at Silence Beach? I know you saw me at Silence Beach. Yeah, bro. I'm Batman. I'm the Bayman Batman, bro. Woo! <laughs> no, for real. Because people be like, bro, how you know this? How you know this person? How you know that person? And I don't be out and about and be seeing these things. I just move in silence, bro. But um, but you being a you pastor, so tell me how you gone from you pastor to making pizzas to actually being an online comedian. Well, me being a you pastor, uh-huh. like I say, that motivate me to like help a lot of people. Uh-huh. Me making the videos, like it motivate them to do the same thing because. Mm. Got some people, they see me making full TikToks now. They go at their job and they try to do the same thing. Oh, so you a sent a trendsetter? Yeah. Okay, so they try to be like, okay, we're gonna be like Arena from Pizza and do the same stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So no, but because it's sort of oxymoronic. Where is that a even word? Is it oxymoron? Uh, I just made up a new word, right. but. <laughs> It, it's an oxymoron where you used to be a pasta or well yeah basically you used to was a pasta but you make comedy and it isn't really 
church like comedy like yeah. like uh <laughs> i mean i guess country we ain't sort of fall into that category to where he say oh guys yeah uh, he, he don't play right? yeah yeah country i just watch all the skits all the time mm-hmm. but country we ain't pride itself on clean comedy jesus is popping but mm. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like it's comedy sort of show i guess worldly lifestyles and things like that so tell like we say you saying use a you pasta have me looking at this whole situation differently than i had intended that's why i'm sort of stupefied right now because how so okay so how do you somewhat i guess you're not really sort of tied into the whole being a former pasta thing to now you feel like i'm just reno and i could do whatever i want to do I mean, in the end, I'm just feeling like I do whatever I want to do because, you know, uh-huh. like I said, I still have friends with that. I still talk to them. Okay. And they, they look at my videos and stuff and they be like, you say this word? But I mean, like, I ain't the same person no more. I wasn't always good. But then I go on into the church. But it's like, people like, they see, like, they trying to see me as this bad person now because I ain't at church no more. Uh-huh. But I'll say one or two words. And they like judge me about it. Mm. Okay, so you're facing demonization because you sh- you shifted art forms from the church. Mm. That's the ripple part. Because I always remember, uh-huh. my mommy told me say, church people are the worst of the people in the world. Mm. They'll talk about you in front of your face. And I was like, what you talking about, baby? Like, what what are you talking about? Like they got. They made me feel good. They made me feel better about myself. And then after that incident, what happened when I told y'all about me speaking, mm. then I realized, like, she was actually telling the truth. So has all these situations made you be like, I really don't want to have nothing to do with the church anymore? I mean, in the end, that I don't want nothing to do with the church. I still go to church. Uh-huh. Like, that's my Grammy and my grandfather were pastors. Yeah, Mine's too. Shout out Rev. Right. Rev be having us listen. <laughs> the amount of times we could have been shut down the last two years. <laughs> Rev had us from the great beyond. Mm, but Jesus. yeah, but no, but we basically, me and PG is basically uh, grandchildren of pastors. Listen, my, my grandfather was a pastor in Auckland. Um, a lot of my family clergymen. Mm-hmm. Same thing for him. Right. So I understand, bro. Mm-hmm. So um, because obviously the and we was talking off mic about you getting into comedy and <laughs> with the whole wigs and the different skits some people might be like oh what you doing this thing? so th- i guess that's why your dad had the the reaction that he had because of who you was yeah because who thought i was a punk i was like what? <laughs> Come down, bro. no but so he wasn't so your parents wasn't really sold with the whole you being a you pastor thing or yeah like like i said my mom she that diehard Christian, like she was into that. Uh-huh. But it's like my daddy, he, uh, he we, really... we don't really talk. Mm. But he's like, he saw me do that video with the wig on, and he was like, Yeah, you gotta stop. But mm. that wig, me doing that wig video is what actually helped me to blow up a little bit. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, because I seen people sharing it and things like that. So, because I think oftentimes as behaving creators, we sort of wrestle with, um, yeah, our parents' way of steeped in tradition, steeped into, uh, I guess, religion, because it ain't really, well, they basically, you know, traditional religion and those practices and never really creating outside that box. Mm-hmm. And if things don't represent how they think or been taught to see it as, and you don't really take a traditional path. It's like, oh, you about to be with them people who be going crazy and doing this and that and that and all these different things. So, you know, um, so I completely understand because, like, you know, I have a friend, um, or many friends, like, you know, they grew up. You always say this story, oh, I grew up in a church and then yeah, yeah. I become this big star and it's like, Oh, well, I try to stay away from that because they judge me for trying to find myself mm. or trying to find my own way back to finding out my higher purpose and things like that. So do you feel like 
Okay, while being a you possible, what you do now is more purpose driven for you. In in a way, mm-hmm. because like I have like at church, it's like how they is up. Like you, like ladies, you can't come inside the church in the front. Oh, so you go to that kind of like you. What? That's that's what actually drive me off. Oh. You can't go to church inside the front. I remember this time we visited a church and one of my friends, she was like working in a church as well. And she just got off from work and she was playing the punk. And we walk inside the church and the pastor like he stopped everything. We go on there and say, You gotta go outside. We can't be in here. This this is a church over here? Over here? Because I know I know um the Pentecostal churches in the US, like the women that's a part of that denomination, they don't wear pants at all, bro. Like mm-hmm. Even if it's like jeans, they'll make jeans, long jeans, skirts, bro. They wouldn't wear pants at all, bro. Like I have a friend, I don't want to say her name. Like me and I just chatted like a couple of days ago, but I never seen her wear. Like we was in college together. I I've been out of college going on seven years. And from then until now, I never seen her wear pants. And she's a fashion, me and make her own clothes. Never seen her put on, on so, pants. So she, everywhere she goes, she's wearing skirt? Yes. What? what? Yeah, like, bro. That's how deep it is. And it was like, she's like, yeah, it's a part of uh, Pentecostal over there. And I don't know if the Pentecostal churches adopt here, adopt that same thing. But them, for the women don't wear, never wear pants, bro. Like, never. And that's the same thing. Like, you can't go in, in the church with the pants on females. If you go in the pulpit, I always be like, what's the difference of the regular floor and the pulpit? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just. That's that's the floor too. Like, what's the difference? Now um, you can't go on the pulpit with pants on. You gotta have a hat on. What kind of church is this, bro? <laughs> the ladies, they gotta have a hat on, and then it was just other church. I love what denomination this church is because I'm like, I I never heard. Okay, Okay, see, that's the same thing. Just the same. That's the same. Right, that's like, bro, it's yeah. only could be because like when you started talking about <laughs> the no pants thing, I was like, bro, this sound like the Pentecostals in the state. Okay, so they are beaming churches that that strict Pentecostal to where women got a hair covering. Mm. Okay, but I don't think they really adhere to that strictly in the Bahamas here because it's too hard because you don't never see the man just say it. That's what they doing. No, but he say in the church. I talking about uh, my friend Coco, oh, bro. Yeah. Okay, going out, they going never out. wear no pants, bro. Man. Like just skirt all the time. Mm. Like on vacation on the cruise ship, long sure. jeans shirt, bro. Man. So I think right. it's like if you go to any church now, you you would never see uh, a female wearing a pants. That's what I yeah. Mean. I mean, about my church, they that's I feel they like do. that. Now, if you go in the pulpit at the church and you sitting on like you have if your skirt ain't like ankle weight, they want you put like a scarf. But that's the, I, I that's because you ain't want no you had an elevator and you don't want yeah. no one looking up your skirt. Right, so it's right. like all right, I understand that. I understand that part. Yeah. But. You gotta have a hat to go on the pulpit. Wow. By the way, hats are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> my Grammy, my Grammy, she got some hats, buddy, and they. Woo. Uh, like that hat, I spend my videos. Dang, you know what I spend on that? <laughs> How much you pay for that? Hold <laughs> on, you bought the hat? Yeah. Mine. Where you bought that from Dedication. in the morning? Yeah, them wigs and stuff that I wear in my video. I oh, okay, so you bought the wigs too? Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. I mean, I bought the sun star wearing some wigs for some other from cosplay stuff, but that's it is, another like, story. expensive. I go in there, I go in there, like, I go in there with $10. They say, let me get three wigs. <laughs> they laugh at you. When I go on to the, to the cashier, the woman say, two fifty. They like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Two fifty. Wait, wait, wait. What type of hair cool. you was trying to buy? I say, I didn't know. I didn't know they had different types. No, bro, bro, bro. I just know, bro. Like, bro, you could get a wig for forty dollars, bro. Not Amazon here. Like, you go to where you which which area you live? South Beach. Okay. Well, I know the the hair store on where Bumble is after you pass the SO by Blanco. Um, what that street name? It's well close to the Seagrace Shopping Plaza. That. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. They have wigs because I it's JFK. I need not JFK. I talking about East. Yeah. You say hey, past right Blanco? Yeah. When you see Grace Oh, Plaza. I know what you mean. When you come in, when you go, when you go to Nassau East. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Right, right, right. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how much wig costs because I paid for wig before, but not for me. 
Mm. But yeah, that's a story for another day. But but yeah, but um, that's just crazy. But I like how this conversation switch to this church topic because we I, we ain't had none of this plan or uh, whatever because like you know, but it's just fascinating. So okay, so basically, all these things just make you realize you know people are people, and you might yeah. as well. Yeah. follow your passion follow what you really want to do mm-hmm. uh, do you feel like because you said it's feel, you, everything's feel purposeful and you, you would say you are a man of faith yeah I, I, I'd say that okay that, so, I still believe you know that's yeah, you know, that's, I believe, I mean, right do you foresee yourself preaching again I mean I did it before whilst I doing this stuff like it wasn't preaching like it was just talking okay because mm. it was like like, I would share my story, like, how I used to go to church. People judge me. Yeah, hey, end up in this field now. Testimony. 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 Yeah. And then up to, like, be, like, a two-hour testimony. It's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, you was live somewhere? Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. But that's just crazy. Because I just still mind-blowing. Because I'm, like, <laughs> we be having a conversation, and he just dropped this bond. Oh, I used to be a pastor. And, what? Right. Well, you forget <laughs> I tell you. Off. But, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I mean, we let's cut to a quick break. We can come back and we can unpack this because Great. we're trying to merge the connection. Like, <laughs> how you went from pasta to comedian, and then you know, our viewers right now, are like, wait, what? No, but this the story too juicy. It is juicy. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can come right back after these messages. TikTok videos at work. You enjoying yourself, Oni? Yeah, got <laughs> yeah, this conversation up and down, up and down. No, but you can ask it. No. Yeah. Okay. So. Hold on, hold on. So welcome back. Welcome back to Everything Cool. So we have a question, some, a few questions from the party in the backyard. Uh, you know, secret lady. Mm. Go ahead, secret lady. So being a youth pastor, right now you're really using the testimony of how the church treated you to uplift the youth. Mm-hmm. As far as your disappointment in the church, how do you preach your testimony when the church is supposed to be accepting of all no matter what how are you able to make that not make your testimony not bitter against the church like i try because it's like i i try my hardest because there's some things i want to say to people mm. But I can't say it because I can feel like that's offensive. Mm. So it's like parts like like how I told y'all about ladies they wearing the pants and stuff. It's like um the last time I spoke to a youth conference, they brought us up too, and it was like I can't go to church in pants. And I was like, why? And I was like, but I don't know. Why are you asking me that? And she told me she said. Was it like that back in the day in Jesus in Jesus' time? I was like, why are you asking me that? I wasn't in Jesus' time. Why are you asking me that? I don't know, bro. I mean, technically, they maybe have not been wearing pants. That's oh, what I say. I don't, know what, I don't know what they was wearing, but they was like, um, I like I try like when I was like a pastor. I don't know, but I used to shout a lot because I used to feel it. You used to shout. Yeah. You're always talking about when you preaching. Yeah, like okay, I, used, okay. I used to shout, I used to feel it, my bones and everything. Mm. But now it's like I don't feel it no more. Do you think because of your experience with the church um really disappointing you mm. because of whatever mistake that you made, do you feel that that is something that the church tries to hide about the true nature of organized religion in the sense of you're supposed to learn from church forgiveness, you know, treat others how you want to be treated, mm. 
no judging, don't make anybody feel bad. But then the church did the complete opposite to you. Mm. And you actually were trying to be intricately involved with the church. Mm. So how, how are you able to even put aside your bitterness and your disappointment going back to my original thing? Okay, you brought up the whole pants thing. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of wild. But how are you able to like compartmentalize that? And still be the genuine, um, God-loving, God-fearing young man that you are. At first, um, when they did judge me and all of that, it's like you say, they would preach about that, not judging and everything. Right. But the reality is, that's what they doing. So it's like... Very hypocritical. Like, I was depressed. Like so the was, church made you depressed when the church was supposed to be a place of upliftment. I was devastated. Wow. I was hurt. And I have this um guidance counselor. She's a pastor. And she was like, you know, you could always come to our church. We got a place for you. But at that time, when I was depressed, I felt like uh, I don't want to go back to church at all. I didn't want to go at all. So it's like I tried and show persons out there, youths out there, that whenever I speak to them, I try and show them how I was depressed so that they can, you know. But regardless, when I when I tell them how depressed I was, it's like I driving them away from the church. Mm. But at the same time, I don't want to drive them away from the church. I want them to be at church. It's a, it's a fine line. Yeah. Mm. That's so a fine like, line. Yeah. So, that, so did the depression sort of spark your interest to start doing comedy and start like becoming going on TikTok, social media, making videos. And I know you say you started actually doing comedy bits on WhatsApp statuses first. I mean, you could say, yeah, you could say that depression, like you really, mm. but I was like depressed for like months. And women don't even notice because every time I be depressed, like I go in my room, devastated. But when I go out, like in the hallway and I go in the front room of my mommy them or I go to my family them. Like I try and put this smile on my face. Mm. But when I reach back home in my room. And you lay down and you it. by yourself. I talked about that multiple times before. The real person for everybody comes out. Let a night break before you go to sleep. Mm. When you by yourself and your own thoughts. That's when the real you come to the surface. But um, but yeah, bro. I completely understand the whole thing of like, because it's it's almost, I'll say almost like a culture shock. Because it's like, okay, what you want? So, actually, it ain't even just a culture shock. It's almost like you're living in the matrix and you take the red pill. Yeah, and yeah. then you realize everything that you know is a big lie. Mm. And now you're like, you're enraged by it because you can't believe you've been fooled for this amount of time. Mm. So that's that sort of spur you on to create the content that you create and then you know i mean because a lot of comedians actually at their heart they are depressed people mm-hmm. but because from their they draw comedy from their pain so i got i got one of these friends i got a friend that i met from tiktok and she was like it's funny how i thought i was the brand she was like it's funny how the people that make you laugh are the most I'd have said that uh, hurt the most. Yeah. Because when you're so low, you always look up. And then everything you see, multiple perspectives, so, on different things. So, yeah. Well, my depression, I try and make people laugh. Mm. Because I feel like if I make people laugh, they can make me feel happier about myself. But, you know, sometimes I do those videos and stuff. I edit my videos and stuff, but when I finish, when I post it, I see everybody laughing. I still feel down. Because mm. up to this day, like, my mind just is like, come right back and what happened to me on the trip. But then it spin off. Like, sometimes it just is like, come. Because I had this, um, one of these, I had a mentor in the church. Um, He's a big guy. He's bigger than me. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I first, I first went to the church and I was like, Dang, bro, this nigga bigger than me, bro. Like, what? And, like, he was, like, he motivated me. Like, 
I wanted to be a part of church. He was like helping me with the Christian stuff and everything, and then got sick and died. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's even a part that caused me to move away from being fully functional in the church because he ain't there to motivate me no more. Mm. But you're there to motivate others, though. Mm. So, so now that you sit, but like so much things making sense, because now I can pivot a little bit to a comment that what you like what we was talking about earlier, which you made on TikTok, um, and it came to an IY. I reached out and asked you. So because, you know, after looking at how much views, like I think you have piece of videos that I got like three million, mm-hmm. three million views on TikTok, like two, or it looked yeah, it's two, it's two, two, yeah, like two got, videos. I got, two both videos. got like three million views on TikTok, and you were saying you was answering. Ask someone asked you uh, what your goals is, and you were saying, "Oh, I want to move to the states mm-hmm. and." Go work at Pizza because there ain't nothing here now. So when I hear that, my ass always peek up like at that because I'm like, you know, because I created platforms yeah. because I was me, just like so many other Bahamian creators, always have dreams of leaving the Bahamas. And some, you know, get that chance. Uh, but many don't, or they get the chance and it don't work out. They thought it was gonna work out and they mm-hmm. have to come back. But my viewpoint on that take has changed over the last well summer's gone well 2022 yeah five years or so to where it's like eh, we ain't need to really necessarily need to move to a location but yeah, we need yeah. to make our brands movable yeah to where i was like that's why it's like you ever thought about just opening up your own pizza place you already know how to do it mm. and then you already have this audience so it's like rebrand Boom, you already have a circus members. It's only because in my brain, I thinking from a business and marketing standpoint, because I'm mm. like, you already got the skill, you just need to work. And you know, so but did so thinking of that now, is your depression connected to that train of thought? Would you express at that moment? Um, I don't I don't think so. Okay, because no, why I said that because because you've been shunned from the church and even though you making content they don't make you feel better you feel like maybe i need to change the scenery yeah yeah so that's why i f- sort of figured like when you were saying that's like yeah this sort of all goes together but how do you is it more so because like you know me being a creator i go through these things where yeah you might make something cool but it's like yeah i got Three million videos on a on a on a TikTok video, but mm. I didn't put no money in my pocket. Yeah. I still working at this place that still need to cut us a check for sponsorship. Y'all got your star boy here, but but no, because it, I think all I think I think there's a conversation with all creators go through because it's like yeah, but I might be doing all these things or I might go to Dubai, but yeah, I go on to Dubai today, but I living in the ghetto in a clapboard house tomorrow. Not <laughs> but like no, but for real, bro. Because when you sit down and think about it, right? How much people feel the same way? Hmm. People create stuff, and and I always say. Instagram and other social media platforms. And I told Harrison this last year. I think they're the biggest causes of depression because mm-hmm. you every time you wake up, you get to you measure yourself to other people. And then you think, okay, maybe if I get the numbers, and that's what all Bahamians and maybe other Caribbean critters feel. Or if I get the numbers and go viral, yeah. then my life can change. Mm-hmm. It's easy to go viral, especially and it is even worse when you go viral and you don't have a plan to capitalize mm-hmm. off it. So it's like, okay, I get all this attention. I get all these followers, but I live in a clapboard house. Mm-hmm. I, I still share bre- um, my bed with three other people. Yeah, I yeah. still ain't know where I can get something to eat, but I internet famous, but the life don't measure up to where I feel like I need to be. Because it's like, so I remember when I remember when I tell you I say, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone from Pizza tell me say you can make money from that, mm-hmm. like from TikTok and stuff. But reality is you can't make money from TikTok because TikTok only have certain countries and regions 
where we get paid from. And that's part of, like, when I was telling them about I want to move to the States mm. and, like, do that. Because I wanted to get paid, but I want by I making my content, I want my money. But, you know, we could do the same thing over here. We just got to put our mind to it. Yeah, but you could connect with American companies from there. Oh. See, that's where. That's, that's, I, I, no, but I get, I can, t- okay, so, and I always use Christian Adam G as this grand example. Him and Great Leon did it the best, in my opinion. Like, they're Bahamian content creators. They got both of them, got over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Christian Adam G almost got a million subscribers. Yeah. But they had Nasso. Or whatever. And he used to live over there. Yeah, but he w- he didn't pop until he moved back home. Because, mm. uh, like, he lived in Atlanta when I came back home in 2017. He had just come back because, you know, things didn't work. He didn't have a lot of those videos, what he used to have up explain this whole story. But he came back home, and then he when he came back home, he had just cracked, I think, 100,000 subscribers in 2017. So, like, he was grinding, but he didn't pop on the scene all that. Viral on Wendy Williams and Breakfast Club happened when yeah, he was here, yeah. living off a, of a um, Kamaika Road mm. by Flamingo Gardens Clinic, and I know that because I could, because I like I tell you guys, the Bayman Badman. <laughs> so you put all the mine information out there. I think he moving from Kamaika. I mean, he always talking about Kamaika and that little parcel. No, but no, but like that's what he he. But he, you see how he took behemothness and Brandon Bay. Yeah. You think any people who Ocus oh, Energy, the Kamaika boys, because he puts on a podcast too. Mm. You think they know what Kamaika is? But he making it trendy because he's like, bro, anybody know about this? I better take this and make my make it my own. And that's the approach that every creative needs to think. Okay. What I do best, and figure once I figured out how can I market this to an international audience. If I'm on the internet, and obviously, okay, yeah, it can't be just me going through the same situation, and it don't necessarily have to even be behaving because you have other Caribbean content creators who facing the same things too. Because like you know, they have marked off the whole Caribbean region because of pirating issues. They can't really regulate copyright laws. Here like that. So that's why a lot of the that's why um Spotify was late to start, you know, having the music and all the other things be able um able not able to be available in this region because a lot of the soca and dancehall artists is complaining like, okay, we have musicians from this region, but we can't have access to something like Spotify in this region. And that was the same complaint for Africa. So, like, you know, or you have Reels and Instagram finally unlocked that feature in this region. Again, you're creative in this region. There's a base in this region, so you need to acquiesce, you know. Mm -hmm. So, the bigger companies are understanding that slowly. Now, it's just time for us to realize or figure out, okay, when it comes to certain levels of monetization, yeah, we have hurdles and such. But how can we figure out a way to circumvent this system? Hmm. So, you know, another good example is my god brother, Jamie Bruce, hmm. who now is a big-time fashion photographer in LA and shoot, he shot Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union like on Dwayne Wade's birthday. But again, same person, went to high school with, seeing him, you know, he went to school with him and we, you know, he actually went to school to be a music producer. But then he picked up photography on the side and we became war renowned for that. And then, you know, gained some connections when he was there. You know, had to come back home because of OPT. But now, you know, you back in the position that you needed to be. Yeah, it took, you know, some time, yeah. but everything in due time, see what they mm-hmm. said? Take time, take time. Don't yeah, you, room wasn't built in a day. Don't spare it. Just calm down. It could take some time. Yeah. But, you know, um, you just gotta. That's why I always tell people you just gotta keep on pushing. Like you know. So, how did the pandemic like affect all of this thinking? The pandemic is actually the reason why I started TikTok. Mm. Because at first I didn't hear the TikTok. I used to go to work, and they used to have their phone prop up on the door or whatever, mm. and they used to be dancing or whatever, and I could hear the music playing. Like, bro, <laughs> they had a noise. I I don't want to hear that. Right. And then I see them doing all they dance and stuff, and I just play. I get 
Let me let me think of something different. That's when I put my phone up on on top of the pond and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just started recording me making a pizza. Wow. So you had you You're had Reno for like pizza that. place first. Yeah. And then you made funny Reno. Yeah. Okay, so you you'd start doing the comedy sketches after the pizza stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was I was thinking you was doing that first and then you mm-hmm. the pizza the pizza started with it all. Okay, so mm-hmm. how you okay, so yeah. So when you start doing Reno, Reno from so you made that page and you started seeing great success from that and things like that. So how did that start to make you feel? Because I always know, like you know, the f- first feeling of you feel like you're making something and nobody checking for you, and the next thing you know, all these different people you never know start admiring your work. Mm. But my first video, like my first video, I post it. I go in the shop. And I come back, I was like two minutes. I had over a thousand views. I was like, what? Oh, shoot. What you order that? Skyrocket. I gained like, I see 500 followers in like a day and a half. Wow. And just for making food. I was like, boy, I can continue doing this. You know, <laughs> this is good for me. So like, I continue with, but everybody that I know that was on TikTok <laughs> from work, I asked them what their name was on TikTok. And I block all of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, I didn't want them to see me doing the videos. Right, and then right. they go they tell the manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then I get in trouble because I was like, if they catch me, that's it for me. So I got again sue. So um, one of my managers, someone must see, saved the video and sent it to her. And she kind of mean, she was like, what it is you doing? I said, what, what do you mean? Because <laughs> I had my phone up. I had my yeah. phone number. I was calling. And she called me, what it is you doing? I say, who are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And she said, you recording? I say, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I ain't doing nothing. Great. And she pulled me in the bar. She say, I like what you be doing with them with them TikTok stuff. I was like, ooh, because I was like, my head was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, this the moment now, right? My little job, gone. Mm-hmm. She was like, because someone actually came to her and asked me, asked for me, say, that boy who's made the TikTok videos. Mm. And she say, I don't know what you're talking about. That's when the person sent the video to her. Uh-huh. Then she she say, you know what? Let me call head office and let me tell them about this. A couple of days later, they called me back and said, I want you to continue doing them videos because people been calling head office and telling them, promote me yeah. to marketing. Did they promote yeah, you, you to marketing? No. Not a second. That's why you need to take... Reno for Push a pizza place. King, right. You need to change that. You need to change that. Do your own man. business. For yeah, yeah. That, I'm like, bro, you need to be promoting them. Right. And so if y'all that's call my phone right again, because I, I never that. give my real name to them. Uh, <laughs> y'all call my phone again. I can tell y'all. Straight off the bat. Y'all need to get this mind straight. Hold on. A position in market. Call you to ask for the service? No, yeah. There's like when you're doing the surveys and things like that. That's how I write them about that the whole pasta. But. <laughs> Anyway. Promote this man, man. Yeah. And I even see how y'all is make the pasta on your video. The pasta <laughs> making the pasta. Mm. <laughs> Actually, that should be a separate. Pasta, pasta. Yeah, that should <laughs> be the, <laughs> a hashtag. The pasta, pasta. So, okay. So, they ain't promote you to market. No, but I just get paid for it. Though. Oh, so you oh, get paid for it. That's the spirit. See, see, see. That, hey, that's hey. the spirit. That's get paid for it. Okay, so you just get paid for it. They pay you for the video. Yeah. That's okay, it. so right. you negotiated a fee or? No, they just tell me. We can give you this amount for every right. video you do. Mm. Seven days a week. All right, I take that about y'all getting my boy straight. <laughs> right. I can come with him to negotiate the bigger. Right, you still got to give I know they just, they basically probably, uh, you ain't got to say the number, but they probably had room in the budget enough to from like you know they give you a little slice of the cake so they pay you per video or yeah per video okay so how much videos you make um per week yeah or, like once a day or, or, or yeah. i do like sometimes sometimes i do like three like i go on a break before because i didn't want to make no videos and i come back and i do like five videos a day wow but and I all of them catch on i still have to like count it in as one video for that one day um, I wanted I wanted to like, you know, try and finesse it. To say like, 
That's do five, five videos, videos. Right. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. No, but you could all just do f- buy, just do five one time it's and keep on five, and then you just have great. batch content and you just drop. But they they still only doing like one video a day. Who? Peter, like. I still call them, but I don't care. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Like, oh, sir? Oh, hold on. So, so, okay. So, they only is post one video a day. Yeah. But they don't post No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you could record a bunch. Right. Yeah. And it's less work on you. You just. Right. Okay. No, but what I'm saying is, uh, when I did the five videos a day, uh-huh. I try to like add the five videos into like me doing seven videos a week. So, I do seven videos a week. Plus the five, so it's like I try to tell them I do like ten a week. So I was trying to get them to like pay me for ten videos. I see week. what you're saying, but yeah, but cheapest, you, yeah, you costing yourself. You costing, yeah, cheapest. You keep them in stock, <laughs> like you see. saying, just be I like, oh, y'all need a video, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's like you just have them on. Bro, me and you could talk, bro, because right. I didn't. Right. <laughs> like, we got to go track. We got to <laughs> because it's like, bro, like you this money, baby. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so they pay you. Okay, so this is actually we so be you right and correct that he is a social influencer and content creator and being paid paid for it. Paid for it. That's what it's about. Nah, you know. So okay, so that's when you um so how did funny Reno come about? So offshooting from that. I just had an idea in my head. Mm. Like from high school. Mm. I know if y'all saw this first video. It's like whenever it's break time, you get an art party. <laughs> I don't know if I see this video, but that's on. Yeah, I, I saw the one when you was in the car. When you was asking, what you was asking for? You was ordering something. Oh, when when they didn't want to give you the change or tell you the the total at the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I only got ten dollars. Wait, tell me the total. No, I need to know if I need to come out this drive through line. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, play me, wait. So it's like, um, uh-huh. I had an idea in my head. It's like in high school, they was asking for hot party because it's to sell fast. Mm-hmm. And people are asking you for pizza party, right? Yeah, yeah, I and saw if, that video. If you don't give them pizza hot party. They can talk about your dad's thing. <laughs> it's like, but that's my old party, but it's my money. What you talking about? They talk about your dad, but and uh-uh. that video now have I think over a hundred thousand views. Wow. Yeah, so that kick it off, and I did that one video. Everything just started coming to my head, mm-hmm. and it. So you just got in the creative flow. So, cause uh, okay, since you have these two videos now, so you've been because I've been hearing. In the background, you keep on hopping this big announcement because you're about to start an entertainment company. So, mm-hmm. is this really, you know, you starting to get into stand up or are you doing a higher level of production or what exactly? You're talking about high end movies and stuff. Okay, okay. you want, you're trying to shoot a movie. All right, so you learning how to like write scripts or you have a script written already? And I write four movies. Oh, you already wrote okay. four movies? Oh wow! Four movies, a TV series. Oh, you and wrote the whole TV series? Yeah, by myself. Oh wow! And a comedy play, but I get ready to finish. Nice. Oh wow! So when, like, okay, so like, when you, how do you find time to do all these things? I stay up. Mm-hmm. I have two jobs, but I have three. I do some like, like theater work for one of my lawyer friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like he paid me to do that. I go to, um, I have a daytime job. But pizza is a daytime job now because I work at a shipping company. So I have to do their work at night. Mm-hmm. I go to pizza at, at a certain time for four or five hours. Then I go home, get a little hour break. Then I go do the shipping company work. I do my boy work for the lawyer office when I finish. Then I stay up like until about three, four o'clock in the morning. My God. And I just, it just, it just is right. Right. I started off like when I first started off, I didn't know what I wanted to be about, but I know I want I know what I wanted to be about, but I didn't know how I was gonna write it. Mm-hmm. Then when that first thought came in my mind, everything just start just start Flowing, coming after right. that. Bro, I, I you just totally amazed me like, with this whole thing because right. I'm like, I glad I, I reached out to you and was like, yo, look, I want to interview this guy. So okay, so. 
So basically, just round the clock, you just hustling. So what's what's your like? Well, first, what's your inspirations, and then what's your aspirations and future goals? Well, um, my inspirations. Well, mm-hmm. I watch a lot of comedians. Mm. So because I know you say you like country wins, so you want to do yeah. something with country win as we doing. Yeah, something like that. I like Bernie Mac. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Bruce Bruce, them mm-hmm. type people. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, I watch them a lot. Like, right, right. I laugh at them, you know. So they like they motiv- like they actually keeping me motivated to continue doing this stuff because I feel like, like how I say, like I wanted to move mm-hmm. to the states. Like I could do the same thing over here. Yeah, like, everybody you could do move. both. Huh? Right. You could do both of them. Yeah, everybody want move over there to try and be a um, make a better life. But you could do the same thing over here. Just mm-hmm. gotta grind. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Or you could do both. Yeah. Yeah, because you could literally, like, you know, what um, I see, like, what overdoses do. Overdoses have shows here. He's have shows all around the world. Yeah. Mm. Bro, money is money, bro. That's why you, right. like I say, ain't nothing for you to hop on a jet and go mm-hmm. where you need to go mm-hmm. and come back and do this. All right, schedule this and I go on X, Y, and Z. But so with all these things, so how has this helped your mental health and, and or, Will you start to think, okay, maybe I need to see some professional help? I mean, like like I say, I have a guidance counselor with that. I was talking to when I was in school. Mm. She worked at the school. So whenever I, like, depressed or whatever, I just call and she will help me. Okay. But, like, my videos now, like, someone would see and, like, I would see the comment that just, like, wait, it's crap me up because, like, people are actually seeing the, the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So a lot, like it has helped me. It's helped me to feel better. But sometimes, like I still just be down. Like even though I look at the comments or whatever, and I see people laughing or whatever, I still just feel down. But it has helped me in a way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, if you ever need a uh, therapist, you know, we recommend our. Actually, we need to bring her on more to show. But she's yeah. basically our on, <laughs> quote unquote, on staff. Mm-hmm. Therapist, uh, Miss Aaliyah Sweden, <laughs> which you know, um, we have a part of a lot of our skits. Well, she is our resident therapist mm-hmm. for the Homie Heroes as well as shout out we to, need to bring her back. And I might bring on another therapist soon, who I recently met. But yeah, but, but we really promote a lot of our mental for especially for men, mm. you know, really just getting down, working through your problems, and just getting your mind right, as well as you know, I, I like that. You know, you young and you, like, even though you don't really feel like you had a lot of options, you just be like, okay, let me put my head down and grind. Mm-hmm. I like to me, you know, build myself up at the point to where I feel like I'm a completed person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't have to need anyone particularly to validate who I am because, you know, the the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, yeah. But do you have any last words that you would like to tell the audience? Man, like, um, just keep pushing, just keep grinding, don't don't stop. Um, the sky is the limit, you know. Anything you want to do, you could you could do it. Just gotta put your mind to it, you know. We live in the Bahamas. We could we could make the same things that people in the states doing. We could build the same companies over here, and even better. It might be hard. It might be hard to do, but. Yes. It might be easy if you know the right person. <laughs> Fine. But I thank you again, Reno from the Pizza Play. Bro, listen to me. <laughs> Take them people name. I'll just say, say Reno Pizza Place or something. Some. So you can see it's easy. I can give you a little tip before we go. Because if you make it like general, then you can upsell it to other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I ain't talking about just people they're talking about. The mother boy, then right. <laughs> I mean, you see what's going on now. They know this is my last year because they've been over five years. Uh-huh. This is my last year, so obviously, I can't make no more pizza videos from them. So, right. no, you just do it at home. That's yeah. what I say. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just do my own that's thing. Great yeah, yeah. But thank you again for you know giving us your time and telling us your story. This was amazing, mm-hmm. and I always like finding hidden gems in our culture. Because, you know, we have so much talented people here, but no one really knows. Or people might know, but it might be very niche. Right. You know, so, you know, 
Thanks again for watching Everything Cool. We can see y'all later. Yeah, yeah, see. Well, we were running back. So, what is your last things you have to say, sir? All right, so I got um, a call, got an email from an entertainment company, um, an entertainment school in Canada, and they saw one of my videos, and they was like, we want you to come over this year and look at the school. And if you like it, then we can pay your way. Yeah, wow. but do that, bro. You might as well. Hopefully, but... you like it, too. So the entertainment company, that's, that, that helped me a lot because I know some stuff, but that can help me even further. Yeah. And you done got your stuff written out anyway, so you got the ball rolling already. It's like I I um I submit like my first script to Netflix, but they decline it. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Then keep, I do it. Keep I'm trying all around, right? I mean, really? right? Because <laughs> like to be honest, like yeah, you might it might be declined now, but it's just maybe you probably could take the same idea and get it. Some more seasoned script writer make some tweaks mm -hmm. you know it probably, they probably decline i like coming from my background as i went to film school mm. a lot of times the before the directors or even who, whoever rated they'll have their production assistant write it and they'll just turn on your script because it ain't structured bro yeah, right like they ain't even read it they if it look off they be like mm -hmm. over in the garbage so it's like you know simple things like that but i always say I always happy that I went off to go to art school. Mm. I don't know what's wrong with this camera. <laughs> but I always happy that I went to art school to be in that environment to soak up the extra knowledge that you get outside of the classroom. And yeah, bro. If you could, you know, if they promise, go check it out. Ain't, yeah. Like I say, ain't nothing to hop ain't on a jet. Right. And go do what you got to do. Fox. But, uh, you know, for the second time, thanks again for coming to Everything Cool. You can catch y'all later. Yes, yeah, you.